Hi there, grade six students. Welcome also to your parents or guardians, as well as to other radio listeners. I am Novlet McLean Francis, your radio teacher for today. In today's lesson, I will be looking at the topic relative pronouns and subject and verb agreement. I am sure you are already quite familiar with pronouns since you have been working with these since the lower primary level. Do you remember the term personal pronouns? I'm sure you do. Now, let us look at some revised, quickly revised, some subject pronouns, personal pronouns. Can you think back at what these are? Okay. If you said I, you, he, she, it, we, and they, then you would have done great. Can you recall some object pronouns, also personal pronouns? If you said me, him, her, us, and them, then you also would have done very, very well. Today, we will be looking at a special class of pronouns called relative pronouns. And at this time, I'm going to allow you to quickly search for the meaning of relative pronouns and to find two or three examples of these pronouns. So at this time, grab your cell phones, your tablets, your laptops, or get around your desktop, get a grammar book, and you're gonna, you, you, you should be quickly now looking in the index or the contents page to locate that page with relative pronouns. And you're now on the clock. Five seconds. Okay, time is up. Now let us see what you have found. Did you find any meaning that says a relative pronoun is a pronoun that introduces a relative clause or a subordinate clause? Now you should be looking at clauses in this term and this unit of your language arts program. That's term one, unit one. And if you recall, a clause, do you recall? I don't want to tell you yet, I was jumping the gun. Do you remember what a clause is? Quickly tell mommy or daddy beside your big sister or somebody. All right, so a clause is a group of words having a subject and a predicate. Now, in, for some clauses, some clauses can stand on their own. Right, So you will have a clause that can stand on its own and you will have another kind of clause that cannot stand on its own. And today we're focusing on the clause that cannot stand on its own known as the relative clause or the subordinate clause. All right, and in a little bit, we will be looking at how, at some examples of these subordinate clauses or relative clauses. Now, did you also find that a relative pronoun is used to connect a clause or phrase to a noun or pronoun? Used to connect a clause or phrase to a noun or pronoun. So relative pronouns are all about connecting parts of a sentence and we'll be seeing that in just a little while. Now, 
what examples of relative pronouns did you come up with? Right? So you should have come up with these common relative pronouns. Who, whom, whose, which, and that. That is who, whom, whose, which, and that. Now, relative pronouns act as substitutes for nouns or pronouns. Now, in, in, in many sentences. Now, let us look at two examples of these. So I'm going to start with a set of two sentences and we will look to see how a relative pronoun um, could or how it could connect those sentences. So the first sentence in the first set is, this is one of the independence songs. This is one of the independence songs. And the second sentence in the set is, the songs are going to be in the top five. The songs are going to be in the top five. How do we connect these two sentences in a seamless way, right? So we are going to connect them. We are going to use a relative pronoun to act as a substitute word for a word or words in one of the sentences. Think about that. All right. Let us look at how we could do this. And I want you to listen for the relative pronoun. This is one of the independence songs that are going to be in the top five. This is one of the independence songs that are going to be in the top five. Did you hear a relative pronoun in the sentence? All right, did you hear a relative pronoun? Okay, if you said that, then that is the answer. All right, the next question. Which word or words does this relative pronoun substitute for in this sentence? Which word or words does this relative pronoun substitute for in this sentence? Right. If you said this songs in the second sentence, you would be correct. So instead of repeating songs again in the second sentence, we simply use the word that. So again, listen to the sentence. This is one of the independent songs that are going to be in the top five. Very good. Now we go to another set of sentences. Mr. Clive Brown is the artist. Mr. Clive Brown is the artist. And the second sentence in that set, Mr. Brown, Mr. Clive Brown got the top prize for his independence song. Mr. Clive Brown got the top prize for his independence song. How do we bring those two sentences together using a relative pronoun? So you're on the clock again. How do we bring those two sentences together using a relative pronoun? Okay. Now, if you said that we could use the word who, then you would be correct. 
So let us listen to the sentence. Mr. Clive Brown is the artist who got the top prize for his independent song. Mr. Clive Brown is the artist who got the top prize for his independent song. And which word or words does the relative pronoun who replace? Which word or words does the word who replace? You're on the clock once more. Which word or words does who replace? Okay. Now, if you said Mr. Clive Brown, you would indeed be correct that entire noun phrase is replaced by the relative pronoun who. So now we are connecting two parts of the sentence together using the word who. So Mr. Clive Brown is the artist. So it agrees. Mr. Clive Brown agrees with is. And then we have artist who got the top prize for his independent song is still Mr. Brown, but we are connecting those two parts of the sentence together. We are making a connection between the relative pronoun and the noun phrase Mr. Clive Brown. Now that we understand very clearly how relative pronouns function, we will be going on to look at the agreement section. Remember, we said we'd be looking at the agreement. Now, sentences with relative pronouns can sometimes be very tricky, and even adults sometimes get the agreement wrong. So you will hear people arguing, it should be was, it should be were, it's one-off. I hear one-off in the sentence. But they are not recognizing that we have two parts of a sentence. So we will have one, one noun or one subject agreeing with something, and then that is connected to another class of things or persons, and therefore we have the, 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 the big and long debates. Now let us look at how we can avoid making, of, making some of these agreement errors with sentences that employ the use of relative pronouns. So let us look at this sentence. In fact, let us look back at a sentence, one of the sentences we used earlier. So let us look at this one. This is one of the independence songs that are going to be in the top five. Remember that song? That sentence? <laughs> right, no, I know that. You know, once we hear one-off, some people say, yeah, man, one-off is singular. It is singular. And you are correct. But we have more than one subject, and we have to pay attention to that. So if we look at the first part of the sentence, this is one of the independent songs. Now, the this agrees with is. This is singular, and it agrees with the verb to be is. But if we look at the other part that are going to be in the top five, the that is referring to what? The that is referring to songs. And so we say songs that are going to be in the top five. Now the word songs, a simple rule to remember is that the noun or subject that precedes or comes before, immediately before, the relative pronoun must agree with the verb that follows. 
So in this case, we have the word songs, which is a plural word, and it comes immediately before the relative pronoun that, and so we have to use the plural verb are. Now let us look at another sentence. Let us look at another sentence. So this sentence says, his festival song, his festival song is the one that tells or tell the story of the girl that walked five miles to reach the Independence Roadshow. His festival song is the one that tells or tell the story of the girl that walked five miles to reach the Independence Word Show. And you are on the clock again to tell me what is the verb. Okay, are you ready? So what did you select? Did you select celebrates or celebrate? And why did you select the one you did? All right, let us go through the process one more time. So we, we start out with a subject, Jamaica. And this we could almost call this part of the sentence the main clause. Not almost, it's a main clause. Jamaica is just one of three British Caribbean islands. Jamaica is just one of three British Caribbean islands. And so Jamaica, the subject, agrees with is. The verb is. The verb to be is. And then we have the relative or the subordinate clause that celebrates or celebrate independence gained in the 1960s. That celebrates or celebrate independence gained in the 1960s. Now, the that, what celebrates or celebrate? It would be the islands. So it is that subject islands that comes before the relative pronoun that. And because islands is plural, then we are going to select a verb that agrees with the plural subject islands. And that word would be, am I hearing you? Oh yes, it is celebrate. So the islands that celebrate independence. So we are linking one island, Jamaica, is one island with, a, with the, the other, all the islands combined, of which Jamaica is just one, that celebrate independence. So if you got that, you should be very, very proud. Now, we are going to look at at one more example in this section. One example in this section. All right. So the old man... The old man who walks with the limp, the old man who walks with the limp is or are dancing on stage right now. The old man who walks with the limp is or are dancing on stage right now. So, we have two parts of this sentence. But this sentence is a little different 
from other sentences. In that, we have the subordinate clause in the middle of the sentence, and you will meet some sentences like these. So you will have to separate the main clause by taking out the dependent or the, the relative or the subordinate clause, which is in the middle, in order to get the main clause. So if we just put aside the middle part who walks with the limp for a while, we would get the old man is or are dancing on stage right now. The old man is or are dancing on stage right now. What is your answer? Now, if you said is, you would be correct. That is your main clause. But then we have the relative clause that we're looking at today. Who walks with the limp? Who walks with the limp? Now, notice that the who refers to who? The old man. So if we put the old man before the relative pronoun, old man who, the old man is the old man singular or plural? Yes, you are correct. The old man or old man or man is singular and it comes immediately before the relative pronoun who and therefore that's why we have the verb walks. The old man who walks with the limp. And so you will sometimes get these sentences in which you have the subordinate clause in the center of the sentence. Some people will call it the adjectival clause because it describes the person that you're referring to. But it's, it's a relative pronoun as well. A relative clause that is that is introduced by a relative pronoun we have done quite a bit and I'm going to end with this activity now in this activity I will be giving you the beginning of the sentences so in some cases you'll be getting a main clause or part or a subject or something and you will have to um, you will have to complete the sentences by adding relative clauses or subordinate clauses beginning with a relative pronoun and ensure that the verb is correct. And then in two other examples, I will be giving you the relative clauses. So I will give you the clauses introduced by the relative pronouns, but I did not give, but I will not give you a main clause or the other part, the beginning part of the sentence, you will have to find that for yourselves. So this is the activity. All right, are you ready for the sentences? These students are among those. These students are among those. You are going to complete that by adding a relative clause that begins with a relative pronoun. Remember the relative pronouns? That, which, whom, that, those, who, those, those relative pronouns. And you're going to add a part of that sentence that connects to this part of the sentence. And remember your verb is to be correct. The next sentence, Q 
Cuba is one of those countries. Cuba is one of those countries. Next, she is the lady. She is the lady. So you're going to complete that also with a relative clause beginning with a relative pronoun. And remember, get the verb right. Now, the, these, in these two clauses, for these two clauses, you are going to add the beginning part of the sentence, which has been abandoned for years, which has been abandoned for years. And the final one, that was discovered by the police last Monday. That was discovered by the police last Monday. Well, you have done a lot of work today. It was my pleasure working with you and have fun completing that exercise. Be sure to share it with your parents and your teachers to get their feedback. I wish you all the best. Catch you next time.